Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. My name is Scott Walters, and today we will be talking about fishing. Yes, the ones that get away and the ones you don't get away from. And we'll have Joe Rossi on in a second. Listen, any uh, any expedition you book through me with Joe's company, Wildside uh, Adventures uh, Tours, will make sure that we get you uh, $50 off a four-day or longer trip um, for each person who goes. Because these things are once-in-a-lifetime opportunities to get some great fishing in all over the world. So with us today is Joe Rossi. Um, he does uh, own the uh, outfit that I mentioned, Wildside uh, Adventures uh, Tours. And he's going to talk about uh, what he does and how he does it, how he got into it and all of that. So good morning, or I should say good day, Joe. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, and I'm glad to have you on. Now, I think a lot of people have fished. I mean, let's face it. You know, we go out for a kid. We we pretend we're uh, Opie from uh, Mayberry RFD. We, we whistle the tune. We cast a line into our little pond near our house. We sometimes grab one. We sometimes don't. But obviously what you do is just a little bit more advanced than that. So how did you fall into becoming uh, a fishing tour operator and uh, – and tell us tell us the backstory on that. Sure, uh, I've been hunting and fishing since I was 10, 11 years old, and always loved to do both. Um, and uh, you know, as I grew and um, experimented with different places, I started to travel a little bit. I um, in my late uh, in my late teens, early twenties, I got a job that allowed me to travel all over the country. And uh, as I got to see different places, I would start to take a fly rod with me and develop some relationships with clients all over the U.S. and began to do some hunting and fishing in some really cool places. Uh, and then in uh, fast forwarding to 2006, I got this wild hair to uh, produce a TV show, an outdoor show, because I used to watch them all the time on the Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel and, you know, Kurt Gowdy back in the day. And yeah, I'm dating myself when I mentioned Kurt No, Gowdy. I remember the American Sportsman. That was, <laughs> yeah, right. that was some good stuff, you know? Yeah. So I always wanted to do some of that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, I decided I was going to produce a TV show uh, in 2006. And I went out and bought all kind of editing equipment and cameras and knew nothing about the industry or the business. And Ended up doing it for 12 years and had an amazing run. Uh, I broadcasted one year nationally, but mostly it was a tri-state area thing. Uh, I live in Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Um, so it was Western PA, Ohio, West Virginia, Maryland. And um, so what I did was I booked trips all over the, uh, basically all over the Western hemisphere. I was in Alaska and British Columbia, all over Canada. And then I started heading south into Central America and then into South America and um, developed a lot of relationships through the TV show, had a, a great run, uh, got to see some exotic, really cool places. And then when the uh, when the show just got too expensive uh, to produce, I didn't want to waste all those contacts I had. So I said uh, I called all these people and basically turned it into a travel agency. So. So a lot of these places I filmed and did TV shows at, I now book clients for them. And I said, well, when I start this, I'm going to keep it relatively small, maybe 10 or 15 outfitters. Well, I have 45 outfitters I work with now all over the world. And uh, just basically in my fourth year, um, growing a little bit each year, 
Uh, next year, I plan on retiring from my regular job that pays the bills now. So um, when I retire, I'm going to do this full time. Well, so it sounds like a fascinating trip. Um, now, uh, I guess a question would be, are some of those old shows available like on YouTube or similar streaming things? I have about 75 of my episodes on YouTube, and the YouTube channel is called Wild Side Adventures Travel Service. It's the name of my company, and that's my YouTube channel. So if you go on there, you could see anything from tarpon fishing in Belize to moose hunting in British Columbia, trout fishing, just about something for everybody that's um, really cool i mean you know that 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 must be some adventure i i guess we can talk about some of the adventures and and, and misadventures you had along the way but let's let's differentiate between the the fishing side and the hunting side obviously you do both um what are some of the prime areas that you send clients to uh first on the fishing side and then on the hunting side um, well, fishing right now, I am seeing a lot of activity. I, I have fallen in love with uh, Argentina and Patagonia, for instance, and uh, I've been down there about 14 times um, in the last uh, probably seven years. And um, uh, it's it's become a place that I enjoy going. There's so much to do there uh, in the fishing side. There are multiple species but most people that go to patagonia go for trout fishing and it's one of the premier places in the world to go to go trout fishing so i do i book a lot of trips there right now now when it comes to the trout fishing how big are these trout that people are catching and is it a catch and release thing or do you catch and eat thing yeah no they um patagonia basically is for sport fishermen uh people who love the trout uh trout fish come from all over the world to fish there and it's it's 99.99% catch and release because obviously that's their industry. That's where they make their money. They want tourists to come in. So obviously they don't want to kill the fish. Uh, and there are so many different species of fish and they, they range anywhere from, you know, small ones will be 12, 14 inches. And then, you know, the, some of the trout, a lot of the trout we catch are in the mid twenties, which are giant, you know, so, uh, that's one of the reasons that people go to Patagonia is because you can hook into some really big fish. And of course, the regular cuisine that you get on land is really quite stunning and, and marvelous. And, and it's a great cultural experience as well. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I didn't mention when I did my TV show, uh, it was called Joe's Wild Side Adventures. And uh, part of my show, every episode had a five minute gourmet cooking segment where i caught certain fish and prepared a gourmet meal with the fish and uh, hunting whether it be deer or moose or antelope or caribou or you know goat whatever whatever i was hunting i would cook on the show and it it was really popular because i i attracted a lot of the hunters wives and kids and a bigger audience got to watch the show yeah. so when i started booking trips in argentina you know, I, I'm a food guy. I love I love good food. I love to cook. And Argentina, the grass-fed beef that everybody knows about is just it's everything they say it is. It's well, that's that's my because I've always said uh, every time I talk with people about travel, one thing that you know really uh, you know grabs people is authentic culinary things because. For whatever reason, when you're eating food and you're smelling it and you're seeing it and you're tasting it, you know. 
it's, it's a multi-sensory experience and it can be a very authentic part of, of your travel experience. There's no question about that. Yeah. yeah now yeah. about hunting, where, where, where are the, where are the hot spots for hunting these days? Um, you know, uh, I probably have 75% of my, uh, my destinations are fishing and about 25 hunting. So I'm not, I'm not into it super deep, but I do have a lot of, uh, uh, clients that go to Arizona for the big game elk and mule deer, uh, antelope. I have uh, outfitter in British Columbia where we do moose hunting and uh, mountain goat hunting. And then I have outfitter in Alaska for the big brown bear, moose, caribou, and dull sheep. So um, those are the big game. And then also one of my, one of my biggest uh, lodges, I've been there twice and I'm going again next May, is in South Africa. I do uh, South African safari hunts, and those are fabulous. I I've actually been there twice already with my daughter, who's a hunter, and we've we've just had amazing times. I've taken clients. It's first class. It's it's a wonderful experience. Now, of course, you don't have to be a hunter or a fisher to enjoy the trips. You yes. can be one of the other people that can do other things. When when you set up people say on the fishing trip to say, uh, you know, um, Costa Rica, as an example. There's a lot of other things you can do in Costa Rica besides fish. Do you help set up with those other uh, activities as well? Exactly. In fact, uh, when you mentioned Costa Rica, I just came back two weeks ago with a group of 22 people, 11 couples. We went to Panama on a deep sea fishing expedition at a beautiful resort. And uh, about... I would say 12 or 13 of the clients that went never even got on a boat to go fishing. There were, <laughs> there were you know, beaches there, infinity pool, spa. They got their massages, uh, horseback riding, kayaking. Uh, it was snorkeling, scuba diving, all in the same place. So I do offer those kind of combination vacations as well. Um, I have some places in the Bahamas that are, you know, suited for uh, for beach and, you know, uh, recreational water activities. Uh, I have uh, lodges in the Seychelles, which is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean for, you know, scuba diving and, you know, Cuba and, uh, you know, all, all kind of things to do. But, you know, my, my basic business uh, is uh, hunting and fishing, but I do accommodate um you know others that well so, sometimes you have people who just don't want to hunt or fish but you right. know like the, the husband loves to fish and the wife wants nothing to do with it yeah. you know she might be seasick and need the dramamine so i understand fully so yeah. it's great now what about families um you know what kind of a what kind of trips would you recommend for you know families a multi-generational type thing yeah you know like this this panama trip i i can't say enough about it it has something for everybody uh that would be a great place for family and kids it's a it's a private island uh so if you have enough people to go like we had the entire island to ourselves there were no other people there but our group uh be great for kids the bahamas is always great for kids um and then, you know, a lot of the other places that I go to are, um, they're not really suited for children, uh, but because it's just, uh, when you go fishing in Argentina or you go fishing in uh, in Belize, this is hardcore fishing. You you leave the lodge at 7.30 in the morning and you don't get back until 5.36 in the evening. So it's, it's a long day, but for guys and ladies who are avid fishermen or outdoorsmen, they, they get it. You know, that's, no, I that's, understand that. 
That's perfect. Um, so what about like a funny story about a fish that got away or, or, or something like that? Well, I always like to have a good humorous anecdote. I'm sure you must have several uh, in, 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 your, in your repertoire here. Yeah, I, I have quite a few. Uh, you know, I have, I wish I would have saved on a single file or a single place all the bloopers from filming uh, TV. Um, hilarious stuff. I mean, uh, you know, tarpon, uh, if you're familiar with tarpon, they're a large, large game fish and they can get up over 200 pounds. And uh, I remember the very first time that I hooked into one, um, I burned uh, all four of my fingers across my hand from the line because I was not expecting this fish to be that powerful and this fast. So when I set the hook and I started to hold on, the line went through my fingers so fast, it just sliced a, a hole right in all, all four of these are bleeding. You know, it was, it was, uh, and then on the reel, on a fly, on a fly reel, there's a knob, you know, for your hand. That thing was going so fast, I tried to stop it and it hit my knuckles and made my right hand numb. So now I have my left hand bleeding and my right hand numb and I'm, and I've got this 150 pound tarpon on the other end of the line, just going. I mean, he's going. 300 400 yards without stopping and it's uh, wow i tell that story a lot uh, that, that 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 is a fish that got away did you eventually reel him in i mean you know uh no unfortunately i fought that fish for about 30 minutes and he did a couple jumps about 200 yards from the boat and i lost them so but you know uh i did catch uh several tarpon over my years of fishing and they are extremely fun to catch there you know there's always that fish that got away oh if i would have done this oh if i would have done that it's just part of the game you know it's i understand uh, that what's the biggest fish you've ever caught uh on a fly rod the biggest fish i caught was a 10 pound uh 10 foot i'm sorry is about a 500 pound hammerhead shark uh that we were actually fishing for and i was lucky enough to see one hook it and land it so that was uh that was pretty amazing now that that's got to be how does it how do the mechanics of you know getting him on the boat or or, or getting the yeah. line removed from him how does that work I'm, yeah, I'm you don't curious. you don't uh you don't ever get a fish that size on the boat uh especially like with that or a marlin or you know a big fish a big game fish you get them up to the boat uh you find a way to stabilize them and and the guides are very uh very experienced in removing the hook so they'll get a piece of you know pliers a long nose and they'll they'll be down there and have that hook out in no time and wow that's gotta be, that, that that must be really you know impressive to be that up close and personal against one of those you know a fish like that because yeah. i mean you know hammerhead sharks are, are, are you know they're they're they're, they're pretty they're they're pretty massive you know and, yeah. no and 500 pounds that's that's a lot of work that's that's yeah. gonna take you know it was uh, two hours exactly a couple hours and you're you're working it you're fighting it you're you're wishing you had a beer but no you have to cramp it yeah i i um i caught one time in belize i caught two tarpon back to back one one was 45 minutes and the other one was an hour and 45 minutes and they were back to back as soon as i released one i hooked another one and after you know three hours plus of fighting a fish that strong I, oh, you're done. I, I was literally jello. I, I right. mean, my yeah, arms you're, you're, were shaking, you're, my legs were shaking. Yeah, the the, the lactic acid buildup and all that in your in your body just you know get 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 you to bananas and and orange juice in a hurry because yeah, yeah not, I mean it, it wears you out. 
Yeah, not to mention it was 90 degrees and 135% humidity. So, yeah, right. You can't, we can't forget those small details. Right, right. So basically, you're out there going to provide the service. Now, uh, when, when we talk about what, what your packages include, we're talking about lodging. We're talking about uh, guide services and, and boat rentals and all of that. We're, we're talking about, um, depending on the location, will be perhaps meals. Um, describe, uh, you know, some of the package offerings you have. Yeah, so, so a typical package, whether it be fishing or hunting, and I, and I try to deal with lodges that are all inclusive because, you know, it's, there's nothing scarier uh, for somebody to go online. I just had a client last week go online and say, oh my God, I'm glad I talked to you because I went on, I Google searched Patagonia fly fishing and 200 lodges popped up and I was totally overwhelmed. So what I've done is I've handpicked all of these lodges and places. Uh, and what I try to find is somebody, oh, sorry, that's my dog. Uh, listen, he needs, he needs to get his word in. That's okay. Can you hang one second or am I going to? No, no worry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go on, say, let me finish. No, no, go ahead. Do what you need to do. The Perils of Live Podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Joe has to go ahead and take his dog out for what his dog has to do. Um, but yes. uh, this is fascinating. All right. So, so a guy goes online, which is kind of a foolish move in these days because you never get complete information anyways on so many things. And he sees right. 200 lodges in Patagonia, which amazes me because that area isn't exactly so big, but obviously it's just full of all these different uh, competing places. Well, actually, Patagonia is enormous. It's uh, 1,200 miles from north to south. And it's about 150 miles wide, so it's a huge province. But 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 the but the point but, but the point I'm making is the amount of spaces that I guess you know the fishing places are probably they should be more concentrated, even though it's, it is a large area, right? Uh, they they are all over the all over the province. There are there are fishing lodges in northern Patagonia, central Patagonia, southern Patagonia, and there there are different species of fish too. So. The, the southern part, uh, what you may have heard of Tierra del Fuego, which is at the very tip of southern Argentina. That's where the big sea-run brown trout come in. And then you have the giant, uh, if you've ever heard of uh, Jurassic Lake, where they catch 20-pound trout, you know, big, giant. And then you work your way up. And then in the northern part of Argentina, you have the Golden Dorado, which is in Corrientes, so is another province. But anyway, these these packages, what I try to do is I try to get these packages so that if you were to book one and go on one of my trips, I would suggest what city to fly to. For instance, let's use Buenos Aires from the US. So if you're flying from Pittsburgh to Buenos Aires, okay, you have to be in Buenos Aires uh, before 10 a.m. on such and such date. Once you arrive there, all of the clients meet at the airport and then everything from that point forward is handled by me in the lodge. So there's a shuttle bus to pick you up, to take you to another airport. You take another flight from that airport to into Patagonia or wherever destination you go. When you arrive to that airport, somebody from the lodge will be there to pick you up, take you straight to the lodge. We provide all of your food, all of your drinks, including your alcohol, wine, beer, spirits. 
your lunches, your breakfast, uh, the guides, uh, the actual uh, lodging, laundry services, everything. Uh, so you don't really have to worry about, you know, gee, what's this add-on? What's that on? Everything that we do, we include as part of that package. So you know that up front. So now what about like fishing equipment? Do you bring your own or is that also provided? Yeah, uh, they have options to rent fishing equipment. But but as I said earlier, these guys are hardcore. Most people bring their own equipment. I, I personally do. And I'll, everybody that I fish with takes their own. Um, yeah, I, I don't have any fishing equipment. This is why I asked. So, yeah. you know, I, I, no, just, I, just, I just, you know, grab a, a, a twig and put a, put a piece of string on it and, and throw <laughs> it into my little local lake and hope I grab something. But no, it, it sounds fascinating. Um, and it sounds great, especially the all-inclusive part of it. I, I, I think, you know, and again, I, I, we can't talk about pricing because every trip is different and every location is different. So that's not fair to you or to anyone out, out there listening because, you know, it's, it's, it, every experience is going to be different. Um, but uh, as far as, you know, getting you to the, to the initial airport goes, that's easy enough. If you want to do a day or two in Buenos Aires before the tour actually starts, you know, I can certainly work on that. You certainly may know some great hotels and in, in a place yeah. like that, or or similarly, if you want to go to British Columbia, we'll hook you up, send you to Vancouver, and then you can go from there. Uh, you know, Anchorage, Fairbanks, for Alaska, yeah. what whatever the the destination ultimately turns out to be. Yeah, and if I if you don't mind, uh, uh, my website is wildsidejoe.com. Uh, you could go on there and do destinations, whether it would be hunting, fishing, or luxury. I have a few lodges on there that are not sports-related at all. There's a beautiful ranch called the Triple Creek Ranch in Montana. And Montana is one of the hottest places in the world to go now. It's, after Yellowstone. It's, it's great. It's, Montana yeah. is great. Um, I've sent clients there to, to, the, to, to, the, you know, to the mountains that are out there. Um, I've sent people you know, on, on you know, the, the Yellowstone kind of circuit. Um, you know, Montana and then the West is, is truly, it's underrated. And uh, for, for people now with all the COVID protocols, it's actually one of the best places to go because you can be in your own little bubble, you know? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and you know, you had mentioned prices. It's not fair, but I, I have something I like to tell everybody for some, everybody's budget. I mean, there are there, a lot of these trips are uh, very, very affordable and some of them are very expensive. I mean, they, they range anywhere from $3,600 for a week to $12,000 for a week per person. So um, they they can be, you know, they can be pricey and, but it's amazing the amount of people that go on these trips. Well, it's, it's, it's also about value, you know, cause I've always said price is what you pay, but value is what you receive. And obviously when you're talking about all-inclusive trips, it includes basically everything from the time you step off your, your airplane to the time you get back to the airport, you know, it's, it actually works out great for, for, for the end user consumer, because again, they don't have to worry about opening their wallet. They don't have to worry about other stuff. Everything is going to be taken care of, you know, the other details. I mean, Listen, if you're including laundry, I'm in. So it's as simple as that. <laughs> you know, uh, when when we go to South Africa, that that to me is the most amazing service I've seen in in a lot of places, Panama as well. But but they tell you when you go to South Africa, only bring two outfits because they wash your laundry every single day. So when you wear an outfit, you come back, you change clothes, you put a cozy something on for dinner and everything. Well, the next morning you leave it on your bed. By the time you get back from that day in the field, it's washed and folded, put on your bed right there. 
So you don't have to pack. Now that that is worst case scenario. Nobody that I know takes two outfits, but I mean, you can really cut down the. Well, yeah, I mean, it's great. You know, to go go all the way to Africa and only having a carry on. I mean, yeah. can't be much better than that because the weather there is pretty temperate. I mean, you know, you might get some rain, but otherwise the temperatures are pretty consistent. So. You know, it's a, it's a great deal. Well, I really appreciate you hopping on board today, Joe, um, and, well, and talking about your, your 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 wonderful outfit there. Um, again, pl plug the name of your company, and again, but they still have to come through me to get my extra special offer of $50 off a person for any trip of four days or longer. So what's the name of the company again? Okay, it's Wildside Adventures Travel Service. And my website is wildsidejoe.com. So just go on there, check it out, and then feel free to get a hold of Scott. And uh, we'll we'll set you up with that trip of a lifetime. That's kind of my tag. Well, I understand that. Well, well my tagline is uh, I'm checking off bucket list since 2014. So we do have a synergy when it comes to that. So That's there you it. have it. So I appreciate it. Again, Joe Rossi here uh, with me on the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast. Be ready to tune in for another edition soon. Take care, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate your time. You're welcome.